In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear faithful, when Jesus tells the Pharisees and Herodians to render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's, he sets the framework for how we should think about religion and the state. Perfect timing before most of you will go to vote on Tuesday. This affirmation determined and founded the Catholic doctrine of the distinction, not separation, distinction of the political of the political life from the religious of the temporal from the spiritual. This is Jesus' teaching. It's brief, it's clear, it's direct. Render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. Caesar does have rights. We owe civil authority our respect and appropriate obedience, whatever we might think of the president. But that obedience is limited by what belongs to God, because Caesar is not God. Only God is God, and the state is subordinate and accountable to God for his treatment of human persons, all of whom were created by God. Our job as citizens, our believers, is to figure out what things belong to Caesar and what things belong to God. And then and then put those things in right order in our own lives and in our relations with others. As Catholic, we cannot, we cannot claim to love God and then ignore the needs of our neighbors. Loving God is like loving a spouse. A husband may tell his wife that he loves her, and of course, that's very beautiful, but she will still want to see the proof in his actions. Likewise, if we claim to be Catholic, we need to prove it by our behavior. And serving other people by working for charity, justice, and truth, in our nation's political life is one of the very important ways we do that. The separation of church and state doesn't mean, and it can never mean, separating our Catholic faith from our public witness, our political choices, and our political actions. That kind of separation would require 
Catholics to deny who we are, to be Catholic in name only. And as you know, too many politicians, school, hospitals, and so far can use this name not appropriately. That kind of separation would repudiate Jesus when he commands us to be leavened in the world and to make disciples of all nations. That kind of radical separation steals the moral content of a society. It's the equivalent of telling a married man that he cannot act married in public. Of course, he can certainly do that, but he won't stay married for long. Dear friends, it doesn't matter what we claim to believe if we are unwilling to act on our beliefs. What we say about our Catholic faith is the easy part. What we do with it shapes who we really are. I think Catholics need to remember that first, all political leaders draw their authority from God. But we owe no leader any submission or cooperation in the pursuit of grave evil. In fact, we have the duty to change bad laws and resist grave evil in our public life, both by our words and our non-violent actions, both by our prayers and our votes when we can. The truest respect we can show to civil authority is a witness of our Catholic faith and our moral convictions without excuse or apologies. You are the salt of the earth, said Jesus. So, if the world loses its flavor, who is it I should blame? He's telling us this morning. The New Testament is eternally young. It is you who are so old, because you do not leave your faith, your faith has ceased to be a living thing, wrote St. Therese of the Little Flowers. St. Therese of the Little Flowers that sustained the church and converted so many people by the purity, simplicity, innocence, and zeal of her faith. That kind of faith is a gift but it's a gift each of, us, each of us can ask for and each of us will receive if we just have the courage to choose it 
and then act on it. The only people who ever really changed the world are saints. Each of us can be one of us, but we need to want it and then follow the path that comes with it. The optimism of the modern world, including its, its politic of hope, is like whistling past a graveyard. It's a cheap substitute for real hope and a sly form of selfishness, a method of isolating ourselves from the unhappiness of others by thinking progressive thoughts. Real hope must be won. We can only attain hope through truth at the cost of great effort and long patience. Hope is a virtue. Hope is a strength. Hope is an heroic determination of the soul. And the highest form of hope is despair overcome. Anyone who has not noticed the despair in the world should probably go back to sleep. The world hope on the political campaign poster may give us and most of the time gives us a little thrill of righteousness. But the world will still be a wreck when the drug wears off. In democracies, we elect public servants, not messiahs, not superheroes, not saints. We can only attain hope through truth. And what that means is this, from the moment Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, the most important political statement anyone can make is, Jesus Christ is Lord. But he won't reign, he will not reign in our country if it doesn't train in our hearts and in our families. So don't expect too much from your government, your mission to make America beautiful again starts in your own family, in the way how you treat your life, your wife, how you treat how you raise your kids, how you teach them to keep the values, their heritage, etc. Just Jesus is Lord. So we serve Caesar best by serving God first. We honor our nation best by living our Catholic faith honestly and vigorously and bringing it without apology into the public square and its debates. 
we are citizens of heaven first. But just as God so loved the world that he sent his only son, so the glory and irony of the Catholic life is this, the more faithfully we love God, the more truly we serve the world. Jesus' combat is our combat. All converts, and there are many here today, all converts will tell you that the sudden appearance of Jesus in their life upsets everything. He's a discreet friend who loved to be believed in and loved without being seen. But he is also very invasive and he has to help us to determine our choice, particularly when we have to vote. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen.